episode 183 is the unleashed overreaction first round loss podcast we're going to hear from Mickey Hart we're going to hear from leash manager Billy Sheehan I'm going to go run through the game you're going to get two free talking points and if you're signed up you get the full 21 talking points on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud and then we get questions at the end and a few other things lobbed in as well but first the boys from the leak and Charlestown so where or where do we begin first of all we'll get on we'll just talk about uh, the late Horlers. they're defeated 119 to 15 against um, Wicklow in Ockram tough ass they're, they're operating at a higher level um, in terms of the championship and that so, but it's still a good performance and it gives a nice wee boost going into a formidable task against Armagh in the athletic grounds next Saturday to kick off the National Hurling League um, so hopefully we'll catch up with them during the week on the Patreon podcast and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll preview how their campaign is going to go um, another bit of correspondence last week 1A2 on the back of the Stabannon combination shield win with the O'Connells and uh, Glyde I was talking about 17 year old uh, Sean Reynolds I think he's 17 but it was it was referring to should we play in county if he's good enough he's old enough he's good enough but seemingly there's a rule you have to be 19 to play into county football so you can't just be old enough or good enough um, anymore you have to be ruled and regulated on it so that's that kind of out of the way and I'll get into the talking points shortly but I want to give a run through of the game and the flow of how the day went in RD and like I mentioned at the top if you're a patron subscriber you'll get all 21 talking points and if you're not you'll only get two so you can sign up patreon.com forward slash loud and proud right so so the, the game began in RD it's the first game in RD in a long time a league match in a long time I think it's since the early noughties I remember playing Limerick down there and um, might have played Wicklow uh, I think Westmead as well but maybe that was that was something else but and I definitely remember I was playing Kerry as well um, all in the early early noughties I remember Paul Shea, I think Mark O'Shea was Mark O'Shea was a a wee nipper and he was sitting along the bank or along the wall in Ardy and I was hovering over behind him Daryl Kadeja played Ian Twists as well um, did we yeah well, definitely Westmead as well but um, did we beat Kerry no I don't think we did we beat them in three but anyway so we went back we returned to play our first league game obviously we played there in the Aborn Cup um, this season as well and we lost to Offaly the last day a couple of weeks ago but we started the team. It was uh, the team was named the night before. Martin McInerney was in goals. Dan Corcoran, Donald McKenney, Niall Sharkey in the full back line. Leonard Gray, Sean Healy, and John Clutterbuck um, returned to play left half back. Bevan Duffy and Connor Early in the middle of the field. Cole McKeever, Owen Callahan, and Kieran Downey started in the half forward line. Jay Hughes, Samuel Roy, and Dara Nally started in the full forward line. So. It, it it was a kind of a case of Mickey. He doesn't do dummy teams. He names his fifteen the night before, and it's unless there's a late late injury, I presume um, <coughs> there will be no there will, there'll be no change in that team that he goes with. Um, obviously, you had two debutants in there. You had um, uh, Sean Healy at centre half and Jay Hughes making from the Dreadnoughts. They made their league debuts. And then you had first league starts for Leonard Gray and Darren Nally as well 
So it was kind of it was an inexperienced team, um, and there's obviously was a, I was interested to see the bench the night before. I did a reaction and initial reactions on Patreon. I was interested to see the bench, and that was really the first thing I was looking for when I went into RD today. And yes, um, there was, it was stacked. There were six regulars there, and uh, only five subs could be used. So there was obviously going to be a wealth of talent not used on the day. Um, so that that was that was kind of an interesting one as well. That'll be probably one of the talking points that I will be talking about later on. And then Leash, they had um, they had they named their team on Friday, I think, as well. A, a, a week, a day ahead of Loud, and they they had a couple of players returning, uh, probably stronger than their team to start that lost against Dublin in the Auburn um, Cup. Gareth Dillon, Patrick O'Sullivan from Port Arlington and Port Leash, they came into the team, and then. Late, late change. Sean Moore was deemed injured, not fit to even tug out. He was replaced with Dylan Doyle wearing number 15, but number 26, Gary Walsh came in. I mentioned him with Alan Hartnett in the preview podcast, if you're listening to Home and Away ones, where he came on and talked about Leash. I talked about how the role of Gary Walsh just coming off, coming off the bench was like it was something else that to have that depth and like Colin Murphy wasn't even there, so it was a fairly formidable team. And then when he started, you'd kind of thought, all oh, right, but maybe the balance might be a wee bit off without Carroll and Barry inside, but um, it didn't really have that much of an effect because Loud started really well. We we had the win the first half, really really considerably strong wind, probably about a five or six point wind, uh, really and truly. And we started really well. Kieran Downey, I think it was 10 seconds from the throw-in. Conor Early won it. Give it to him. And he, uh, he swung it over from distance. Lovely guided point over. He looked very sharp, uh, Kieran Downey, throughout. Then Sam got one from play. Way, way, way out using the wind as well. 2 nil up. We're playing well. Leash aren't. They're not coping with the elements or conditions whatsoever. They're, they're hoofing the ball away. They're spraying it wide. We're getting turnovers. And we're nearly a little bit too lax in possession. Um bit of a, a turnover in the half-back line. Um, John Clutterbuck came back into the side. He gets turned over and f- just a little bit up from the stand. And then Larry just booms the ball in. Um, to, sorry, no, that's the attacking mark. Sorry, that's the first score. The first score is, is... I'll talk about the goal, but Larry gets the, their first score from an attacking mark. He uh, he was good in the 40. But he gets the, the ball from the turnover. Drills it into Gary Walsh. Walsh has, uh, has a lot to do. Seven minutes in, gets it, um, and then just does very well, um, very well to, sh- to hold off. I think it was Bevan Duffy that made the the track and run, holds him off, and then drills it low to the net. They, then they go one one to two up, and um, in the midst of all this, we're after we miss a couple of goal chances. Sam has a chance where he doesn't hold on to the ball. He plays to, tries to play in. Um, I think, it's, I think it's Owen Callaghan and then John Clutterbuck has a chance I don't even think the keeper made a save on that one because there was no 45 um, then we have another we have another chance when uh, Kieran Downey comes through and he either he drills it low or he, he drills it over the bar ham has it over the bar but he, he just drills it at a nice height for Danny Bulger who came in for a league debut for them he flicks it um he flicks it wide, but I don't. We get a free then from the resulting attack. Um, I think it's Kira uh, Cole McKeever turnover. He gets a first free, really good free. He missed an earlier one, but um, really good from out of his hands. Then he, he hits another one to level the game. Um, crouching over, just whips it over. And then we get. Um, sorry, no, just, just, we get a, We kind of get a bit of momentum in it. 
Um, Larry gets another score. Um, he times his run very well off um, Mark Barry Torn. Conor Early then whips it over to the level of the game again. We're level four times in the first half. Um, but we were dominant in possession. We are cutting them open. We were playing well. We were, we were probably overplaying the ball in, t- in a couple of instances. But uh, Conor Early whips the ball over. A really good score. Like snow on it. It was that high and whipping over. Um, then <laughs> Walsh gets a... Uh, Gets a free that that puts them ahead again. Sam nails us two frees uh, again in a row, long ones. So we're back in the lead, just before half time. Kind of a good psychological boost. Um, Jay Hughes misses a great goal chance. He, the ball is played directly into Darren Alley. Nally kind of breaks it for Hughes to loop around, and uh, fairness to Bulger, he does well to stick the leg out and get the score. And we're tackling really well and then Barry gets another score to level it for the fourth time but Sam gives us uh, gives us that that lead 8 points to 1-4 at half time but we, we, we've as well as missing the goal chances we, we kicked 8 wides in the first half the leash just didn't kick didn't kick any um, so they were fairly fairly clinical even at that stage you kind of felt oh that goal is, that goal is going to cost us here they come out the second half and um, Owen Larry gets a point. We made a couple of changes at half time. Dermot Campbell comes on for Sean Healy. Um, the other change is Ryan Bournes comes in for Darren Alley. And there's a double substitution mid at the end of the first half as well. John <coughs> Clutterbuck has taken off for uh, Liam Jackson. And then the other one is hang on, I should have it here in front of me. Is, is Kieran Bourne comes in for Jay Hughes. Uh, as well, so they get they get whipped off. So there's one, two, three, four subs taken off just before just before half time, and then it's it's just all leash. They were far more direct, far more clinical, but we we kind of made it easy for them too. We uh, Liam Jackson takes a short kick out, and it, it's a it's a kind of a telegraphed hand pass. Or Flynn is on it, or Larry's on it again. He's handing and everything. He 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 kind of. McEnany atones for the short kick out with a big save but O'Flynn gets the rebound and buries a 2-5 two five to, two five to 8 points and then a couple of minutes there that was the 47 minute and the 50th minute um, the ball is kind of worked from a kick out they break it down gets the Walsh and Walsh doesn't hesitate at all full of confidence just rifles it to the net so 3-5 to 8 points and it's more or less 6 points in it more or less over but at least don't don't stop the, with the wind and rain howling they add on a couple more points Mark Barry he's a good player he's impressive now we mentioned him in the podcast too and then Gary Walsh he gets a mark 3-7-8 they hit 2-3 unanswered scores and we're, we're really struggling to stay in the game just to take a score Um, we had we just didn't keep possession up the field well enough Sam then nails a free that was in the 60th minute so we went 25 minutes without a score you know, and that really cost us that 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 period where we just coughed up possessions, give the ball away, bad hand passes, balls not going to hand, dropping, slipping on the wet ball, just just didn't go away. Confidence was sucked out of us. Barry comes and wipes that score out with a freeze, left isolated inside. Bevan Duffy has a goal chance. Probably should have caught the ball and buried it, but he punched it. Straight time from the ball across. Just before that, Connor grinds had a great chance. Sam does well to engineer the cross ball across the box. 
Connor, he, he could have punched the first time. I thought he did the right thing in grabbing it because he was so close to scoring when he did grab it, and he just it kind of just scuttled wide, kind of scuffed over the over the line. There's a lot of lads there, bodies in front of him, um, so that made it ten points to three eight. They had that kind of advantage on us at all times. Alan Farrell came on for them, and uh, he starts a move and finishes it to make it three nine to ten, and they're, they're seven points ahead of us. As mentioned that that wind being a five or six point wind, and finally Casey gets a gets a goal. Uh, Samurai plays him in a lovely and uh, kind of hand pass over the top in out run, and Casey buries it to make it one ten three nine to one ten. So four points in the difference, seventeen to thirteen. Um, disappointing display. <laughs> disappointing, but like I'll get into it more in the talk. It was disappointing with the result, but it was, it was, it was green green shoots again, which is so bloody annoying. Uh, really, really annoying, you know, because we're, we're we're going rightly, and then just yeah, yeah. But look at here's um, Billy Sheehan first, and then there's a fairly chunky uh, chat with Mickey Hart. It's about it's about nine minutes long. If you want to if you want to skip forward or go nine minutes on after Billy, and uh, Billy's only about three minutes, um, fairly short, and it's interesting to hear his perspective as well. Here, uh, the other side as well, because he wasn't overly happy with his performance at all, but still came away with the valuable two points. So loud lose, and uh, yeah, here we go. Here's Billy, and then Mickey. Good start, two good points. Yeah, look, the aim coming up here, and I suppose the aim from the start to be targeting this game. We'd like to get two points, but we wouldn't be happy with that. We seen during the game, we didn't. Uh, didn't execute what we, we said we do in the first half and the second half so to be honest with you plenty of areas for improvement I suppose the first thing we could say was against the win in the first half it was tough but in the second half your long passes worked today yeah look even in the first half we got a goal off long pass and we nearly got another goal as well it was into Gary and it was, everyone was coming on the, 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 the return and we didn't manage to click but two goals in them conditions would have been brilliant for us but uh, they came off in the second half and the kick passing came to fruition finally now we must talk about the goals, three great goals. Yeah, and talking about the goals, it goes back to Danny Bulger in the first half who kept their goal chances out and we got ours, we, 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 we stuck them and uh, Gary got two good ones and the reality is we've got to be hard on ourselves and we probably should have got another one or two more if we're honest about it in the second half and we'd be very disappointed with that. You have an enrichment of goalkeepers in, in the squad but hasn't Danny really stepped up? Look, the hardest thing um, was even telling Niall Corbett that he didn't make the 26 and uh, Matthew Byron didn't set of him but Niall then uh, wanted to do the warm-up with the boys today and I spoke to him afterwards and he's been on the leash team for the last two years or three years he's been a superb goalie number one all the way and unfortunately we, we said we were going to the Burn Cup performances and Danny played best and Matthew was second and Niall's going to have to earn his corn so as good as Danny was the two boys are going to be chomping at, at his feet and I've got to be honest about it if Danny underperforms any day like one of the boys is going to come in and that's the way it's got to be and they threatened for goals in the second half and James Kelly was on the line I think for the stop one certain one yeah look James James was the exact same against Dublin last week and Alex Moan and it's brilliant to see the two of them playing to such a high standard and like, Alex's block stopped the goal against Dublin and James today and I think James well took a ball off Dublin player going through so look that's their job they're cornerbacks they know, they know what we want and they know the rules of engagement are back there and they're, they're producing the goods I know you're saying you're not happy there was a couple of little sloppy bits and maybe sloppy passes up front but the whole commitment and the attitude of the boys stands out you can see it in the stand yeah, we're, 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 disapp- we're disappointed to be honest with you um, but again I go back and I'm not, I'm not kind of thinking it like if we're in the elements I suppose it was difficult but we trained in the elements um, on a number of occasions and we spoke about that and we didn't put into fruition what we've done in the training pitch and again 
Um, me and my management team have to go back and look at what we're producing on the training field if we can't replicate it on the match day. The only thing that struck me today was their tackling all over was ferocious. You had a second on the ball. Yeah, yeah, look, look, come here, low, low came out and, and they, they dropped lads behind the ball and they decided to play defensive against us and they worked very hard, but would you expect anything else from Mickey Hart team? Like, you know what I mean? And they came through last year and they nearly beat off the Leinster Championship and did a very good league campaign. So, look, it's just important for us to come up here and get the result. Like, we knew it was going to be easy. Is that the most important thing? Because, like, starting off the league campaign with the games that are to come, was today just winning really, really the most important thing aside from performance and everything else? Look, you know, in the game, like, like three weeks ago, you 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 know you know the words were going around about, about me and everyone else. So, like, you know, nothing changes. Like, you know, what I mean, if you win, everything's great, and if you lose, everything's disaster. As I always say, it's something in between. We've played six games; it's amazingly, but we'll have played seven Leinster teams in five weeks when you go to West Meath next weekend. So, we'll have played a mini Leinster championship. We'd won. Very, very, but I, I don't want to keep on with the Wexford game. But Wexford played very well that day. But we were so poor that day. And each day we've improved a small bit. But let's be honest about it, lads. We haven't been spectacular anything like that. And uh, there's a lot of work to do for us to get where we want to go. Big game at home, Westmead. And I can tell you now, early today, Wicklow scored two goals in the first few minutes against Westmead. Westmead came back and beat him. And so it's going to be a very good battle. Look, um, you're all in Tullamore last year, and you saw that Westmead. We're, we're light years ahead of Leash and uh, they won the game comprehensively but um, we probably only have five or six of that team playing I looked at Westmead's team this morning because we naturally had to do, start we had our preparation done for the low game so I had to start prepping for next Sunday against Westmead and I looked at their team and you have John Heslin and you have Toole and you have Maguire full back they're very 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 strong they're a top team and uh, look we're going to be up against it but we'll see what will happen I see a whole lot of lads standing behind you here, subs and that they're not tugged out today. What's the story we say with the two Kingstons? How are they progressing? Um, unfortunately, we've got bad news about Paul, and um, he will be out for a short while, and Donny will also be out for a short while. But look, the two of them, um, the attitude has been unbelievable um, all through, and Donny went down today and helped with the, the, the Marishka and was excellent and uh, Paul's attitude has been A1 fierce disappointed for the two of them Donny hasn't been on the training field yet but Paul's attitude and application on the training field has been superb but we did get bad news during the week and uh, Paul um, will have to go for a minor up and look when we have him back we'll be thrilled Drive around will you? Yeah look we'll see we'll see you next <laughs> Sunday lads thanks very much Thanks Bill uh, Mickey, um, obviously disappointed. Uh, first day out, you would have been hoping for a win. Um, half time, you were one up. Obviously, elements weren't in your favour in the second half, but I suppose you're real undoing the concession of those uh, second and third goals in that third quarter. I well, that was maybe our second undoing. Our first undoing was not taking the chances we created. Like we granted maybe three or four goal chances, and they were really clear cut goal chances, and we didn't put any in way. The goalkeeper okay got his hand a couple, which is good. You can't can't fault that. But like we, we we should have been ahead by six or seven at half time, and I wouldn't have been flattered by that. And probably we knew we needed that kind of margin with the gale, the gale was out there, and I do believe it got worse in the second half. But um, yeah, that was the first part of it. We didn't have ourselves in the position half time that we ought to, that our play ought to have had us. And secondly, then uh, we gifted them those killer goals. You know, they didn't have to work hard to get them. They were just errors. Sometimes you say unforced errors. Maybe they weren't unforced errors. They were putting a bit of force on us, of course. But their their pressure and the elements transpired to make it easy walking goals for them. And once they got that sort of cushion. You know, it was going to be very hard to see how you could take that back. Mm. But having said that, 
I would be very pleased with the way we, if you were talking about quarters here, the last quarter we put serious effort in and, and got our own goal and missed maybe two or three others as well. So I think you have to give the players total credit for the way they set, they set down to the task in front of them. Like, it was like a hopeless case at a stage. So early in the half, of the second half, when they were in a, such an assail, unassailable position, this could have been a cricket score, as people talk about. And to, as to our men's credit, that they didn't let that happen, and they battled away to the end to narrow the gap as much as they could. And so, you know, while very disappointed, of course, by the actual result, there's many things about the performance that are pleasing. Yeah, I mean that first half, a lot to like about the performance, a lot of enterprising play, lads stood up to it, but. Uh, and then you give the, the goal away and it came against the run of play after you had started so well in the game yeah that was a bit of a killer blow too you know because we were in control of the game at that stage I think probably we were a bit a wee bit passive maybe at that stage with the breeze that we had but of course you could see that they had a lot of players behind and it was kind of asking you to kick the scores from far out or else be patient and try and create openings so they put a lot of men behind the ball, obviously, when they were against the breeze, and it wasn't that easy to find our inside men. But I think there were times we could have found them and didn't because we were focusing on retaining possession and playing it around the, 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 the perimeter, if you like, uh, and maybe we weren't incisive enough at that time. But then when we did make incisive moves, <laughs> there, there were goal chances going you know. So a lot to learn from it, and hopefully when we look at the video, we'll see you know, the decisions that could have been made differently that would have helped a different outcome. But that's where it's at. It's, it's two points lost. It's, it's not the start you want, but uh, we've got to go with it. I mean, another day, at least one of those goal chances might have gone in the first half. It could have been a, a different story. A one-point lead at half-time, given the conditions, uh, Mickey, you would have known that that was never going to be enough. It was a, you, you needed to be more ahead. Absolutely. Well, you, you never say it's not enough, but you know that you're, if a, an uphill battle becomes a mountain, you know, and that's what happened because of that. Uh, I still felt, you know, that we could play enough football to keep them at arm's length, but we need to get the first score or two of the second half to really give ourselves the confidence to believe that was true. And then when they got the score and then got a the couple of goals, um, you know, I'd asked a lot of our players to stand up to that and say, you know, let, let's let's make the best of this rather than just even go for a result make the best of the place we find ourselves and I think to their credit they did that and I mean your lads to battle to the finish and you got the goal eventually uh, Conor Grimes of course had a great chance as well uh, had that come uh, it would have been a, it could have been a grandstand finish maybe it could have been and even another one that Bev come in and, and, and made a great run in and punched the ball I think if he'd taken control of the ball he'd either got through for a goal himself or been taken down for a penalty but um, these things happen. Players make the decisions on the spur of the moment, and I wouldn't fault them for it. I, I certainly couldn't fault them for their effort, and particularly in the second half. And, and you know, once you get effort like that out of your players, um, you you know that the results will come eventually. And at this level, lessons have to be learned quickly, don't they, Mickey? There's no time for dwelling too much. And that you're out again next week, you know, you, you need further improvement, and you have to look about getting points on the board. Well, that's it. It's kind of a four-pointer next week because Longford lost their first game too, and so this will be a critical game for both counties. Um, if you were to lose the first two games, then you're definitely looking at the wrong end of the table, and you're in a survival mode from there on in, and that's not a good place for people to be. Um, I'd like to be thinking that we can get a couple of points uh, obviously Longford would be thinking the same thing but two points next week would sort of level things up again and, and give us more hope to say that uh, 
there's possibility of other points ahead of that. We spoke during the week about injuries. You had players coming back today, which was good to see. Um, you've, you've still a number of key men out, and you, you lost Leonard Gray in the second half. Any early word on the extent of that injury? Not for sure. It's an ankle injury, and we're hopeful that there's no break. But again, bad ligament damage could be as long an injury as a break, and so it's a, it's a, it's a pity that it happened because Lenny was having a good game there, and he's a, he's a good young lad. Um, so, and, and some of the other men are back for their first football this year from injury. So it's a credit to them too that they played through that and some of them played the whole game and some of them played half a game. And uh, it's good that they're prepared to put themselves on the line without a lot of football experience to date. So this can only be good for them uh, as we go into the league that they have more game experience, more game time behind them. Thanks, Mickey. Can I just ask you, how can you see the end of the war, Brett? I am. I had no no real um, ambition to, to see them in at all. You know, to tell you the truth, I think it's it's, it's good that they're gone. Um, they weren't well as most people believed they were necessary when this whole thing blew up. But uh, as, as they say, the I think people would be able to get by. You know, in other ways, and as has happened today, there was no. I don't think anybody missed them today. No, I don't think players or the public, you know. So um, maybe it's a good thing that it's, uh, that there's a continuity in the game. Now. Is there problems with not having a, a mere phone and not being able to get somebody in to get, get messages across? At least you could say the water break was that when it was there that you could possibly. Is that difficult from your point of view? Well, I mean, these things you can understand why if if you allow it, then some people abuse it. Yeah, and and then that's why people take it away. Then you know, if it was. If it's done as it's supposed to be done, but then that's very difficult because nobody knows exactly what are you allowed to do, when are you allowed to put in the pitch, and when not. I always find that a bit of a mystery. You know, could you go in? Is this a breaking play or is that a breaking play? You have linesmen one day telling you one thing was breaking play, another day it wouldn't be a breaking play. So you can see there's difficulties around it, and maybe the handiest thing to do is just have it where it is now. Just the dynamic now, I think four of the last six games are now away. I know maybe it's just during the week, but maybe your record for own league match is nearly better away at the moment. Um, it's, it's going to be a challenge now. It is, of course, it is, of course. Um, but I, I always believe, too, it's nice to try and think your home venue means something for you. Um, but if it doesn't, you know, you, this, this game is played in the same size of it's generally everywhere you go. And, you know, um, home venue, yes, it's nice to have. You don't have to travel away, you don't have other arrangements to make. So maybe that side of it is the helpful part of it. But when the ball's thrown in on the field, I don't think it matters that much whether you're home or away. Yeah, and just finally, I know last year the, the first league match was lost, and maybe last year was more critical when it was a reduced form. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's a situation you've been in before, unfortunately. It is too often, I've been honest. Yeah, um, but no, you have to. You are where you are. You know, everyone wants to go out and get off the mark right away, and but often it doesn't happen. So what do you do? You roll up your sleeves and say, right, let's let's get on the next game. You know, that's gone. That's history. You know, we can't change anything that happened today. We can try and do something about what might happen next week. Yeah. And so, if I remember right, too, my first league game in two thousand and three against Roscommon and Hyde Park was lost by a point. So um, we didn't do bad after that. <laughs> Not wrong with your memory, anyway. <laughs> Just one, one final quick one, Mickey. In terms of like, this is the first game post restrictions. will properly will say we're mm-hmm. much of a crowd to come as possible. Mm-hmm. Were you happy to see that that's something that, that you'll obviously have the loud support uh, get from here on in? Hopefully, touch wood. No more restrictions. Yeah. It's great. It's great for the game. I'd imagine to have oh, a, had your crowd back. It's great to have a bit of atmosphere back. Of course, it is, and it's great that people are getting out to see the games again um, without any restrictions. So. Unfortunately, the weather wasn't conducive today. Maybe there would have been a bigger crowd if it's been a better yeah. day. But I think as the season goes on here and the weather brightens up a bit, uh, it'll be nice to have good crowds back again. Yeah. Cheers. That's great, Thanks Mickey. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks.
So Mickey is yeah he's he's enthused by the uh, the crowds being back. And Michael Verney asking about the uh, water breaks. What you'd read him in the Irish Independent. He was there on the day as well covering it. Look, at, it was ah uh, oh, it was just it was one of those days. It was it was another way for 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 allowed to lose and the six goal chances I have down seven maybe we took one of them at the end but the six we had four in the first half. This talking point number one the misses. Um, so yeah the four in the first half when we were on top and a goal for this team this young team is a real it's, it's worth more it gives us that boost in confidence it gives us that uh, foothold in the game and it gives us that deserved lead and it gives us a platform and instead we miss the chances and then they get a goal against the run of the play against the run of play so it's just a killer also we're boosting their young goalie with, with saves you know um Look at like Mickey said. Okay, he got his hand on. We should be doing better. We should be we should be scoring them, and we should be at least even testing them with the other two as well, or even taking points, even like six points. You know, that that would have won us the game. You know, if we t- if we take those points, it, it stops them going on a counter attack. It was just it's just really really crushing. Now, to be honest, I have to say, um, and then. Talk yeah, so that that's the way the game went, and it's just one of those we're not taking our goal chances, we're not doing it. It will finally come. I remember this couple of years ago against Leash as well. We we, we went in a ten ten game losing streak, and we finally uh, got the got the uh, got the goals. I think we got a good few goals against Leash and Crow Park, but those misses are crucial. You know, even even the the late misses in the second half, like it was only four points in it. We could have put the squeeze on them and make them kind of. Feel the pressure in the in that second half coming down the stretch and force that issue. We didn't force that issue and say that's killer for Mickey and, and the team as well and Gavin Devlin as well. That we didn't force them, we didn't we didn't make them work for it, like he said as well, even even gifting them the goals as well. Just those kind of those soft goals, goals of the soft variety as you say. But it was just the fact that they um they, they punish us you know they really took the chances Walsh is a top operator really good footballer and he did it like um, yeah so uh, yeah I, yeah, I want to talk about more more about them in a second but um, talking point number two Sam Mulroy's freeze like they were mightily impressive um, there, were, there were half our scores as well though you know he got he got seven scores, uh, six frees. Sorry, over half, six frees out, out of ten scores in play, out of, out of ten scores in total. There's a heavily reliance on them, and they were really really tough frees. You know he, he was he, he took them out of his hands. He, he changed it up to taking it out of his hands with that wind behind him. He had to pitch them over, and he uh, he nailed them to be honest, to be fair. But it, it just showed that reliance on them. We didn't go and use that advantage, uh, despite the missed goal chances. We didn't create enough uh, scores in that first half. We went twenty-five minutes without scoring as well. So it was obviously there was an issue there. Um, but credit to Sam, his frees were, were brilliant, really, really good, and give us a real good foothold in the game. Okay, I've I've nineteen more talking points to go into. Um, you can get them on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud thank you very much for listening to episode 183 I will be back again with 184 we'll be talking about Longford and hopefully allowed Horland win there'll be plenty happening during the week as well we'll be previewing that Horland uh, league start and we will be previewing the Longford game as well I'll be getting someone on to talk Longford we probably know them more than anyone now at this stage and I will also 
have picking my team again during the week and probably loads more as well <coughs> excuse me <laughs> thanks very much for listening <coughs> thanks very much for listening I'll chat to you during the week hopefully you sign up and if not I'll chat to you next Sunday good luck bye bye Say it loud, sing it proud.